What's up, dude? Not much. Not either. Another day in paradise every day. Yeah. Staying busy? Yeah, I've been pretty busy the last couple weeks. I haven't made the last couple shows, but. Yeah. I had you covered, man. You missed out Daryl Marston, though. The guy was a blast. Yeah. He, uh, very professional. Like, that's what you were saying. Just very, it was definitely an honor to have him on the show and talk to him. I would love to get him back with you on. Because you, like, when we had Jason on, you were an all-star. You had those (laughs) fucking questions, dude. And I thought I had him, and I was really excited, but I was almost intimidated by how professional (laughs) this guy was, man. It was a fucking good time, though. Um, but hopefully in the future we get him back. I really enjoyed having him on. Yeah. Um, and this Sunday, obviously we have Lit Beard Company and uh, Rick yep. from uh, Beard, Beard Rebellion Beard Club, Wisconsin president, coming on, coming to shoot the shit, which I'm excited about. I, I talk to Rick probably three times a week anyways on Warzone, right. but I've never talked to uh, Anthony, so I'm really excited to actually get to hear his yeah. voice. I should say, here's, I've been on, when I, when we got promoted to being patch members in the Beard Club, he, we did it together, we're both on the same call, so I guess I have kind of a small talk with him before, but I've never actually had a engaging conversation, so I like, you know, I'm really excited to see, I wanted, I really want to learn what it takes for him to do all the shit he does to make the best beard oil in the world, you know what I mean, so. Really excited to get more into that. Absolutely. What else is new with you, man? Not much. Just being tired all the time. <laughs> that is uh, the story of our jobs <laughs> right now. You go until you basically a drop. Right. We got. We got. It was just kind of an easy day today. Well, the rain helped. Yeah, it? we got out kind of early, but I've. Like an hour drive home, so it's like, did I really get out early? Dog says hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just been uh, been nuts lately. Uh, between work and then obviously doing the Pure Steel podcast, yep. and then uh, obviously getting There's, to do another podcast right. on Sunday. I did a. Uh, the Rebellion podcast with a guy we had on the show before, Beans. Oh, yep. yep. And uh, Germs. Yep. And I had a fucking blast. And I was fucking <laughs> drinking the whiskey hard. I think, if, did you watch it? I haven't watched it. Okay, yet, so when you watch the YouTube, it's me in that glass. Literally, every time I answer a question, <laughs> this fucking dick and fucking pops, fuck the whiskey. That's the way to do it. It was a good time, man. Those, you know, it was really fun. I, uh, they open that door for me to talk sports and analytics, and I just fucking take my mind and I drive it in there. Right. So yeah, it's fucking awesome. I had so I uh, was uh, I was at work today, obviously, and I go into the woods for like five minutes, you know, doing my job, helping out, marking all the septic. Yep. Fucking go to put a stake in the ground. All right, took. It probably wasn't even five minutes. It's probably like three minutes. I come home tonight, take care of some beds. I make some food. I'm making up my eggs. And I felt some fucking prick me in the side. I said, what the fuck, you know? So I go in the bathroom. I, I didn't even look, I look down. 
And I see this little brown thing on the side of me. What the fuck is this? Walk to the bathroom, take a closer look. Fucking tick on me. I was like, are you kidding me? I was literally in a slab foundation all day in the sun and in the rain. How do I get, you know, what? I, I imagine the three minutes I was in the woods. It had to be. They can fucking smell you, dude. Ticks are crazy animals. I hate them. They can lay dormant, like, without food for, like, fucking some stupid amount of time. Like, I want to say it's, like, upwards of 15 years. Like, they can just be dormant and still be able to survive. Yeah, it's just fucking ridiculous. I hate them. I think I hate them out of, like, almost all the animals. I think there's one insect in the whole entire world that I can just be 100% happy with not having around its wasps. I just killed one of their own. They're fucking way ordinary bees. And they can sting you fucking as many times as they want. And they don't... I thought that was a hornet. Well, they're like the same fucking thing. Well, but the murder hornet was a son of a bitch. Well, they got rid of them in the United States, so they had that under control. Hey, COVID's getting under control now. Um, Anybody listening, Pure Steel Podcast, big news. Huge news, 100% vaccinated. There it is. Did you get sick? No. Lucky fucker. No, I did not. I was like really I died. I was honestly anticipating on getting sicker and shit. I, me and my brother fucking literally almost died. We got our second round the same day. I, I honestly did not get sick at all. I, I had like a little headache. I got the chills, but I was already taking a nap anyways. Oof. They forced. They made me fucking go home from work. I got a shot on a Wednesday and Thursday morning, like 10.30, they told me to go home. You're worthless. Get the fuck out of here. That's pretty much what the guy said. Like, dude, I couldn't even walk up, like, a fucking a flight of stairs. It was stupid. Yeah, like, remember you said you were, you were sick two days? Yeah, I, so I got it on Wednesday, uh, on a Wednesday, and then Thursday morning they sent me home, and then on Friday it still wasn't 100%. So I got mine Friday night. Saturday, I just had a mild headache all day. But you take time while I felt fine. Right. So. Um, and then Sunday, I woke up bright and early, ready to rock and roll, got breakfast at Borgans, came home, I ate can't it. believe you don't go to the gun, man. And I went down to, I just don't want to go in there. I, didn't see, I actually didn't even know seven miles was a one-day thing this year. That's why yeah, I don't want to go anywhere. that was the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen in my whole life. So, yeah, so anyways, I, I got breakfast, I ate the breakfast, like fucking golf nine holes. Yep. Awful. <laughs> um, I came home, mowed, weed whacked, and then Wyatt's birthday was Sunday, so yep. we went to my dad's, had a steak with him, came home, bing, bang, boom, did the interview. I had a full day. I was fucking pumped up. Staying busy. That's what you got to do. I was farming. Well, you see me. I see you. Yeah, I see you over there. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So I did the dirt tournament with Wyatt. I was gonna bring that up, but you kept talking. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did that with Wyatt. Um, we went two and two. We won the first two, and then we lost on the winner side with the loser side. And we played a team. The guy actually used to own the Colonial in Sparta. No idea. Uh, Bowling Alley. Bowling Alley. Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Sam Sweet and his teammate, they oh. beat, we beat them right away, and they came, they beat us, and we got eliminated. And then the team we beat the second time, they actually went on to win the whole thing. So I thought you, what did you win? I won mixed triples with uh, 
Michael Larson, Chris Larson. Yeah, all, 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 all. So, where was this dirt? Lacrosse Center. Dirt tournament. Cross Center. That one was there too? No. At a good fucking time, man. Did you get exposed to COVID at the Stansfield one? Did you see that? That's when I was at Stansfield. But then you were at a different one? No, the same one. Oh. Just different events. Oh. Um, I don't know if I did or not. No, there's a guy from. Say, so said Juno County. Juno County, yeah, I was broke fucking quarantine. I gotta take this. Yes, I did not get exposed to the COVID 19 strand. I thought I handled it like a champion, to be honest with you. Um, in case you didn't know, now you know. This podcast is brought to you by Lip Beard Company. Lip Beard Company is a 100% Wisconsin owned, veteran owned beard oil and accessory company. I just picked up their beard wash, uh, guilty pleasure, outstanding. I had their oils, again, absolutely 100% outstanding. And, uh, I, they have some, so many, I can see they have the waxes out, they got balms out, get after them, everybody. If you use the promo code STEAL, you get 10% off your first purchase. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's really good. And Anthony's actually coming on the show on Sunday with, uh, Rick, the president of the BRBC. And, yeah, we're going to talk more about, obviously, the, the beard oil companies, which I know you're excited about. Yep, I'm kind of getting mine back here. Yeah, I haven't cut mine yet. I cut the hair a little bit. Um, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, all the bottles are wax dipped to perfection. The best product, beard product around. I cannot stress that enough. I've dealt with a lot of them, and a lot of them are shit. This one absolutely is not. This is the best <laughs> one in the market. So, um, they get after them. Promo code Steel. Get 10% off your purchase. You can find them on Instagram, Lit Beard Co. You can go to their website, Lit Beard Co. I don't know the website. That's my fault. Bring them, we're going to move right past it strong and now. Um, they're on Facebook, Lit Beard Co. <laughs> um, I, I used to know their website. Off the back, not today. Did you just forget it? Or? Yeah, like it hit me. And I was like, gone. Right. Gone. But yeah, buy their shit on the website, everybody. And. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Good Fuck stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyways, um, Jensen Ackles, he was on Supernatural. He played Dean Winchester. Has been posting pictures on Dean Winchester Supernatural. I don't watch that show. Good show. Anyways, posted pictures of what on the Instagram with him, Carl Urban. And uh, whoever plays the whippy son of a bitch on the boys, he is on set and they are filming as we fucking speak, dude. Oh, season three. Season three is filming right now, and they're saying COVID's tick, kick, tick, and everything. You know what they're not taking? They're not taking the fucking boys from us, boys. <laughs> you kidding me here? I am so excited yeah. to see Carl Urban, Jensen Nichols kill the fucking Homelander because it's happening in season three. No, Calling it now. Fuck the Homelander. It's not happening. They gotta run him for as long as they can. Who, Homelander? Yeah. Get him out of there. Time for a new face of the fuck. He's a puss anyways. He drinks fucking milk. I hope they play off the fucking, the Black Noir storyline where he's like a clone. Or whatever. I hope they do. Have you, like, looked into the comics at all? 
Not in the comics, like Black Noir is like a he's a clone. He's like a psychopath clone of the Homelander and he's like a contingency plan against Homelander. Oh. So like if he goes hundred percent psycho, like that's the only thing that can stop him is Black Noir. Uh and Carl Urban. Yes. Uh I'm excited. I'm I am too. I really away. I was really happy when I found out that the old lady got Amazon Prime. That is, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, it's one of the better shows out there. Oh, no shit. It's like, I, I took a gamble on it. It's not, I mean, not even because of like how violent it is or like how, I don't know, how like vulgar, I guess. is what. But I mean, it's just a good, it's a good show. It's a good storyline. Yeah. It's uh, I, really incredible actors all the way across the board. Yeah. And, yeah. and then... You know, just the personalities. You know, they're all of them are really relatable, mm-hmm. and that's what made Supernatural so special. And I think Jensen Ackles is gonna fucking kill it. And Jensen Ackles is also making a pitch for uh, season four, bringing Jeffrey D. Morgan in. Already calling the shots. Into the voice. Yeah. So maybe he's the Black Noir. No. You know, he could pull it off, or you think that'd be like an actual clone clone? No, I think they've already got that character. Like they've already got the guy cast playing him. Because uh, Jensen Eccles is playing. I guess I don't know who plays him because he doesn't say a word, and you don't ever see, you see like the bottom half of his face when when what's your face fucking feeds him an almond joy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they got Jensen Eccles playing some war type guy, but I was like as a superhero. Yeah. He's a soup. Well, he's a soup. So I think I, I'm just curious what his role is. I wonder I, if they're gonna. If he's hanging out though, with Carl Urban and he's uh, gonna be like the Starfire, not Starfire. What the hell is her name? Um, I know you're talking about the the blonde, the blonde-haired girl. Yeah. What the fuck is her name? Shatterstar? No, Shatterstar is the fucking guy in Deadpool too that gets oh, killed by the helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, I, yeah, you know, I'm better than humans in every way possible. It gets fucking sliced up into a million pieces. What's <laughs> not a superhero? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. I'm gonna have to watch that tonight. I watched it a couple weeks ago. Still, it's still, it's still fucking hilarious. Both of those. I can watch the first one and the second one. Yeah. What are you sure cocking it? <laughs> 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 the fucking the just the dialogue that they can come up that TJ, oh, TJ Miller and Ryan Reynolds that they can just that's fucking stupid. That uh like the just the one liners and like the just the weird names that they call each other it's just fucking fucking I, uh, I thought it was just hilarious. You had uh what's it called Colossus and him in the fucking every time I see it it gets me. They're in the Exton house and he touches him. <gasps> yeah. Every fucking time it gets me. I, I, I fucking just piss my pants, dude. It just gets me. Love it. I'm just so excited for number three. And it just came out with like the next the next phase of Marvel movies coming out. And they didn't have Deadpool on there. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? There was a was a little bit of a dispute there, I think, for. Oh. I think there was for a little bit. 
obviously, I think Ryan Reynolds is like Nolan anywhere. No, but I don't know. I think they were, you know, how Marvel gets. They, I think they were kind of stepping on his toes. Because I'm pretty sure he, like, he produces those movies. I think he wants full creative control yes. over it. Which he should. And he is the movie. Right, but he's owned by Kevin Feige now. So, not Kevin Feige, but Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Which is, I can't remember what the fuck that guy's name is. Yeah, I can't either. It doesn't matter, but. Keyshawn Johnson's his name? No. <laughs> he, said, he says he owns Disney. He said it the other day on the Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Oh, what the fuck is that guy's name, too? I'll never remember any of this yeah. shit. <laughs> Tell you who it isn't. Not Walt Disney. No, but it's somebody. <laughs> I am under. I, Elon Musk controls everything, so. No. Uh, no. I got into crypto this week. And I, I, you know, I'm just right away, like, Dogecoin, here we go, going to the moon. And uh, he said something about Bitcoin, or Dogecoin. Because he, well, he just bought, he bought one of them cryptocurrencies, didn't he? I think he put a lot of money into them. He can't buy out cryptocurrency. Well, he, but it was, I think it was Bitcoin, wasn't it? Not Doge. I'm pretty sure it was Doge, because he shipped on Bitcoin quite a bit. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm in a couple of different peer-to-peer coin apps now. Well, not apps, but in, you know, I'm I'm into crypto. <laughs> pretty pumped up about them. So I seen our esteemed colleague Dawson Moshek is is in Maine. In Maine, what's he doing there? Digging. Digging. No, <laughs> I guess he took a job with Tradesman International. There or. Whatever. I don't know what the fuck is called. Really? And that's what he's doing. Yeah, he's out there digging. For three months. Trade? Yeah, so he's... Yeah, hopefully he's having a good time. Yeah. Missed a little guy. Yeah. He messaged, well, he messaged us the other day. Well, hope, hope the show is going well. It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't give a two-week notice. He just took off. Yeah, he fuck. just took off. Never told us nothing. Fuck. He listened to the show that uh, I was on the Rebellious Podcast. I said, Dawson, if you listen, I'll give you a shout-out. <laughs> <Didn't give him laughs> and as soon as the show ended, Instagram was typing, thanks for the shout-out, you fucking ass. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, so I don't have... Those guys have a little more technology than we do. Because... Yeah. I did my interview with my phone. I sat where you sat in your chair. Yep. And I basically held my phone like this for an hour. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck? And I, to- I totally forgot I had the fucking laptop there. I could have just fucking busted open. And oh. My old Acer is kind of a tablet piece of shit. Things ancient. <laughs> it sure looks fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> The hell of a machine, though, man. Touch screen. Is it? Yep. Fucking fancy. Spun and beat hell. I used to uh, do quite a bit of gaming on that thing. Really? Wasn't any good at it, but... Gaming? What games? Just, like, mobile phone games. Oh! You, you know, you can't get, like, the big apps and shit on that, but... You can get that, you know, the right apps and get yourself in some trouble, that's for sure. <laughs> 
I haven't tried to get everything up on that yet. I was thinking about trying to try and do a show on that. Because yeah. eventually we are going to go do video. Yeah, we've been saying it for a while. But... Yeah, we got the help we need now to get there. I actually made an account now on it. We're going to do it. I made the account on uh, StreamYard. Oh, we're, yeah. We're, we'll go that route here eventually. It's just a matter of uh, get the stick down fast and the fucking get her going. Yep. Uh, hockey playoffs have started. Really? I haven't been keeping up with them, but they've nope. started. That would be my weekend thing. You know, sit down and watch a couple of hockey games. Yeah. I love hockey, so. And, you know, you always hear the thing, there's nothing better than playoff hockey. Well, they're absolutely correct. Playoff hockey is dirty and fun. It gets fucking pretty serious. But yeah, they're all playing for something. I don't know. Regular season goes by, and, of course, you get your fucking. Did you see the fucking fight the other night? Or tweets, you know? Uh, no. So, you know, because of COVID, they're playing back-to-back games. Mm-hmm. And the fucking puck dropped. I saved the video. I, I, I pissed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> this is, these are fucking men. You know what I mean? Like, these are full-grown men. Like, you're fucking fine. There. Three Left drop, the puck dropped. And they just all start fighting. There we go. There's like fucking six fights going on at one time. Unreal. He's going at it. Look at these fuckies. Those get the helmets are off. Get after, boys. It's fucking hilarious. So there, there's a little bit of a backstory with all that. I guess the night before, one of the guys there got a little bit of fuckery going on, and the league, after the first game, yeah, and then the league did give one of the guys a fine, but they didn't suspend him. So the players are like, "Well, guess what? I'm taking this in my own hands." <laughs> so yeah, so that's that is the moral of the story on that one. The you know the fucking gloves were dropped off, and there they went. They started fucking tossing. It's beautiful. That's one of the best. That's poetic justice at its, at its finest. That's just, it's like street justice, but just on ice. Hey, man, hockey is a real fucking deal, dude. Those are real big athletes that skate 100 miles per hour and they hit you as hard as they can. On purpose. Yeah. Because <laughs> they can. Because they fucking want to. Yeah, not because they can. Because... They can't, really. Yeah. I mean, they can, but, I mean, within reason, but they always do it. Yeah, man. So, I was, uh, I did send you the band, Lord of the Lost. Yep. Um, Loved them. I've just been finding music nonstop lately. Uh, I found September Morning, uh, who is vocaled by Emily Lazar, who is... Anyways, um, <laughs> that, that's probably the main reason why we want to do video chat. Um, yeah, fucking fun songs, dude. Uh, September Morning is their name. You can find them anywhere. Uh, yeah, it just totally just, her voice is incredible. The music is easy to listen to. I, I found it really easy to listen to. You know what I mean? Like, just, right. It, their sound is a little bit like Lord of the Lost, that little bit of uh, 
you know, I guess you call it like, what do they call that? Like the dubstep, whatever, the background, the electronic noises. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Is that dubstep or what the fuck? Uh, EDM? Uh, yeah, same shit, I think. Whatever. Maybe not. I probably offended people by saying that, but. <laughs> They're listening to us. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really easy. Her voice is incredible. Like I said, good, good shit. Uh, Power Wolf, new single on the 20th. This guy's pumped. Um, they Basically, this whole album that they're doing, dude, is co- collaborated with other members of other bands. So the guy from Ailstorm is on one, one of the songs. Cool. Uh, Avatar, lead singer, is on one mm-hmm. of the songs. Chris Harms of Lord of the Lost is on one of the songs. Yep. I went through this whole thing, man, and I was like, they're fucking missing somebody. Fucking joke on my fucking sabaton and the guy from Power Wolf. I think they can make a fucking monster ballad, toss that bitch on Lambo Field, and there it goes. Man, he probably wins the Super Bowl. That's shit, man. Um, there's a couple other singers too that were. I could probably look it up. That'd be such a piece of shit. Yeah, whatever, man. Um, but basically, like this whole, it's one half the album is new music. The other half the album is these collaborations. That's yeah. how Power Wolf does it. They, they have, they literally release 25 songs. Everything they do. Yep. So, yeah, like I said, they have the, the front end of this is going to be all new music and then the back end of this is going to be the collaborations like Army of the Night and, you know, done with somebody else. Yep. And then uh, Save the Five by Dynamite will be doing something with somebody else. They have the whole thing listed on their on their uh, Instagram. Yeah, the album name is called The Wild. And you can actually find their new song on Spotify right now. So if you don't want to listen to us live, fuck us. Go listen to Power Wolf. <laughs> I would do the same thing to us. So. Yeah, so they have the whole, it's like a whole visual lineup with everybody. You finding it? Yeah. Oh. Oh, boy. How did I forget this? I don't know. Amon Marth is also on this album. Uh, the least here, or, uh, yeah. Wow. So that's going to be a banger. I haven't listened to them in a long time. I just listened to some Chimera earlier today. Did you? And Welcome Home? No. Uh, so I got I got all the names, if you don't mind me interrupting. You can maybe. do whatever you want. I so Sanctified with Dynamite, Ralph Sheepers of Primal Fear. And then uh, song number two, Demons Are Our Girl's Best Friend, featuring Alyssa, uh, yeah, Alyssa White Blutz from Arch Enemy. Knights of Night Side of Siberia, featuring Jonah Hag, on Marth. Yep. Where the uh, Wild Wolves Have Gone, by Javril Pesh. I don't know who he's, where he's from. Fist by Fight, or Sacrifice or Strike, with a... Uh, Matthew Heffy from Trivium. Trivium kicks ass. Yep, yep, very good too. Um, Killers with the Cross, Bjorn Speed Stride of Soilwork. Kiss of the Cobra King, which is a dynamite song. I actually just heard this song the other day. Chris Harm, Lord of the Lost. Probably the coolest fucking title I've ever heard. Kiss of the Cobra King? Yeah. <laughs> I will get into that next, you speaking of that. We Drink Your Blood, featuring. Uh, Actor Storm from Avatar. Mm-hmm. And Roger. 
I can't say this without laughing. Um, resurrection by erection. <laughs> uh, Christopher Bowes from Alestorm. <laughs> I did say Jerome Pesh, DJ. Um, and Saturday Satan, uh, featuring lead singer Winter Sun. So, this is gonna be fucking sick, dude. Can't wait. I'm pumped up. I hope everybody else is pumped up. And they have, like, the whole, like, lineup. I can show you a picture of it. Oh, fucking sweet. All those guys are, you know, there's obviously Avatar. Yep. Uh, Ailstorm. They got Chris Harms right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonah Hegg. Everybody's on there. I'm excited about Jonah Hegg. Doro Pesh is the lead singer of Warlocks. Thank you very much. DQ! What's up, dude? Hope everything's good with you, man. Saving the show again. Always. Um. Is this empty? Oh, there's, can't, there's Can a picture. Can I steal Absolutely. So, I did see G.I. Joe's is back. Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes is coming out. I can't remember if that's the actor that played him in the first two. I don't. And if it's not, I'm not really happy about it. No? No. I just, I'm happy they're doing these origin stories though, because I'm gonna end up paying to see this. Oh! Oh! Rokwa Movie Theater is opening back up. Are they really? And, uh, so they have Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, I'm gonna go watch it. And Mortal Kombat's there. I'm gonna watch both one right after another. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I've already seen Mortal Kombat like fucking five times, so. You already, you already seen it? Dude, we never, you never said anything about going to see it. I did say we were going to go see it, but you already seen it all the time. So like, well, I can have HBO, man. I don't. I just got a Hulu. What am I supposed to do when I'm sh- fucked up on a fucking Saturday night by myself? Go to the bar? No. When you're backstage, you go to the bar. What? Yeah. Huh? Go to the bar. I'm maskless. No, I seen Mortal Kombat, and I was like, "How good is it?" Because I'm good. I don't know. People are shitting on it because it's kind of. People are gonna shit on everything that they don't. It's kind of. It's too bloody. It's kind of. No, it's kind of campy, I guess, or like it plays off the video games quite a bit as far as like the dialogue and the. Like it's just kind of corny. Some. Some parts aren't. So I'm not going to Mortal Kombat to see a fucking A plus film. I'm going no. to Mortal Kombat to see the corniness in the movie. It's better than a, it's better than the like the nineties Mortal Kombat movies. I'm gonna be honest with you, I could draw a picture in the wall and that might be a little better. Than the <laughs> 90s. I could do like one of those storybooks. I mean the best parts of it are Scorpion and Sub Zero. Well, absolutely. That is what you go to see that shit for. But I heard the new character is Electric. The new guy they introduced. And to introduce a new hero, when, or a fighter. The, yeah, but I don't, it's, are you saying like electric as far as his personality? No, like, like, like I heard his character's pretty fucking sick. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, his powers are pretty cool. What can he do? Spoiler alert? Like, that's kind of a spoiler. I don't give a shit, Stone It's my fault for not seeing him. He can like, he like, can like, Grow armor on his body, and like he can like summon weapons and shit, like out of his hands. So you mean like summon weapons? So he's like, like it's like it's weird. It's hard to describe like the visual effect, like of like how it looks. So he's not praying. No, 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 no. Like he see like the, the way the movie plays off, like how people like discover their powers is like you have to get 
like you, you, you have just, to have the mark. You have to have the mark, and then you discover your hidden power. Oh boy! So you're telling me he pulls out a Pokemon card? No, like he's getting his ass beat by Goro, and then Goro's badass though. Yeah, I mean, he is. anybody would get their ass beat by Goro. Yeah, he's game. getting his ass kicked by Goro, and then like all of a sudden, like this golden armor like just forms around his body, and then he can like bring he has like a set of weapons he can. Summon with his, I don't know how the fuck it all would work. DQ, how the hell are the Brewers doing? While you're listening to us, you can help us out. I'm just curious. Yo, Yellows came back today, so I'm kind of pumped up to find out if he's Did actually he, getting the ball. Is he going to play, though? I believe so. I thought he was going to sit out because he's got a fucking back problem or something. Yeah, he has a fucking, he has a problem, all right? He hasn't been playing fucking MVP baseball in fucking 20 months. That's just fucking problem. <laughs> Dude, he's getting paid the same. I wouldn't fucking play either. Fuck. It's like fucking Aaron Rodgers. No, Did you see what the fucking Broncos are going to give for him? What they would give him. It was hypothetical. Well, every draft pick from now until fucking like almost 2025 plus half the fucking, you do half the fucking team. Hey, I just, hey, time out here. So first off, like I seen, I seen what you seen today. It was like three first round draft picks and trade for like a fourth round pick, a, a second, yeah, a second round pick, a guard. And uh, QB, a, a yeah, quarterback. Yeah, Drew Locke would come yep, with the trade. Locke. And then uh, the, the other pass rusher. Yeah. But so he's a, just a pro bowler this year. Right. If I am, if that offer seriously comes across my desk as Brian Gunnikus, I send him away. Because not only are you setting your team up now with your first-round draft pick, but you get the Broncos' first-round draft pick without a pass rusher and without a fucking starting guard. You just crippled that entire team, like two key pieces. So you have to factor in, okay, now I have three top ten picks for the next couple of years, you know what I mean? Well, Let's I just if do I'm it. the fucking Packers, I'm putting – you know, I'm son, I, I, No, I'm putting Aaron Rodgers on the fucking bench as much as I hate the guy. You know, and I, want I don't to, think any of this is on him. This, well, this, this is all, all branched. It's all on him. This was all not branched. Really, I guess, but this is all honestly branched on a report from Adam Schefter that he had no credible source about. Zero. He said this is all speculation because he, he did an interview well, with somebody and he said this is all speculation. No, I mean as far as like just the whole situation with Aaron Rodgers goes, I mean they they haven't fucking catered to him at all. Like look at what other franchises do for their. I don't know what you mean by not catered to him. You have a future Hall of Famer left tackle, David Bakhtiari. You had a. He's got one guy to throw the ball to. Oh, he has plenty of guys to throw the ball to. If you watched the film, he didn't throw the ball to anybody other than (laughs) Devontae Adams. It was kind of getting fucking sick, dude. I think if you down to the brass tacks, they got him Devin Funches, who sat out this year. I mean, I just I don't know. I just I don't know. It's, if I'm the Packers, if you're not going to trade him, then he sits on the fucking bench because they got um, Jordan Love. No, they got the who's the other guy? Blake Bortles. Yeah, they don't, I'm not playing Blake Bortles. Why? He's a camp on. That's all I was looking for. Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere. Aaron Rodgers. The playoffs almost beat the fucking. Tom that, Brady. Yes, that defense almost beat Tom Brady. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. It does matter. No, that, it doesn't. That was a fucking all-star cast defense, <laughs> that Jacksonville Jaguars defense that year. Um, I just – Rodgers isn't going anywhere. I, I'm, I'm very gung-ho on saying that he's not going anywhere. This has all been blown out of proportion. I don't think and so. And Aaron set to be on the Kenny Main show 
or as Kenny Mee's last show on Monday on ESPN. Thanks, DQ. Um, I, we're just gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna find out firsthand. I mean, he, I, Aaron's smart enough not to say anything. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, though, I mean, I I, I guess I understand the frustration that he has, but he, he can't go anywhere else. He can't. That's why can't he? Because if you look at what Denver has, it's not what Green Bay has. They have a terrible offensive line. You're not, you can't tell me that there's not a fucking team in the league that wouldn't take him. Like Denver's the teams that he can get traded to, though, are going to be the teams that desperately need a quarterback, and they kind of suck. Like Oakland, Denver. That's who's that's who's going to pay the most for it. You know, that's who's going to offer you the most for him. And you can't look at if this is a business standpoint. If I'm Green Bay, if that shit team offers me, you know, equity for an asset, I'm gonna cripple you for another fucking five to ten years because you're not gonna have a first round draft pick. Granted, they're all hit or miss. It's a draft, right? Pick. It's a yeah. But um, you know, it's just one of those things. Like maybe because we're, that that proposed thing that we've seen was this year's. First round and second round. So that's two high-end players in the front of their board they can't get. And, again, if Rodgers wants to play pissy pants, that's two possible targets he won't be able to throw the ball to. And that's when they that's when the Packers say, okay, we have your number, you know, just being very courteous. We have their well, number, yeah, number the 15. Is, is if he stays in Green Bay, then they don't get any of that. No, they get whatever draft, not, not whatever, this year. They make it to the fucking. But if they get rid of championship him, game again, why I say why I say Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere because if he leaves, they're entitled to pay him thirty two million dollars this year. So you might as well have him stick around and play, pay him the money that he's earned, and then next year the cap hits seventeen million. So next year I can see him shipping him off. Then this is the way it's going to be. So you're taking half that, you know, almost half the money, and then you know just tossing up the fucking window. And then if he has another good season, he can still roll that. You know, the same thing. What's one year anymore on one of these quarterbacks? If he's serious about playing into his 40s like Tom Brady, that's another six years. I agree. So, fucking throw a curveball and fucking retire. I've heard that. Yeah, who knows? It's, it's all it's all speculation. If he does retire, that's his fault. He's I not getting paid that. I he wants to play in Green Bay anymore. I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is just – I think he's upset still that he lost to Tom, Thomas Edward Brady. Because I guess I understand where he's coming from. You see all these other quarterbacks getting all these players. Right. But they're not building these teams like the Packers are trying to build. They're trying to build a fucking team for the future, not a team right now. So all these young players that are studs right now, maybe next year is going to be the year they all pop off. And then, you know, who knows? I mean, it's tough to speculate because we don't know. Right. But I, I don't know. The, You've seen all this happen before, with far leaving and all that shit. So I, I guess this is kind of like whatever. At this at this point, you got to kind of factor in the Packers front office is obviously one step ahead of a lot of other teams. So maybe yeah, it's it is what it is. I mean, if he leaves, whatever. If that trade is true. You're going to add another fucking pass rusher to that Packers pass rush yeah. now that's pretty fucking good. I mean, right. I mean, if, if I am Green Bay and I see that trade, I get a walk-in starter guard 
Cooper Tex by Jordan Love. Yep. And then I get another edge rusher to who was just a pro baller with Zadarius Smith, and then with the ascending Rashawn Gary. That's a scary fucking pass rush. And that for you as a Viking fan, seeing that Green Bay now has a pass rush to get to my quarterback twice as fast, that may not work out in your favor. And do you think that rookie quarterback at Chicago wants to see that pass rush coming at him? No. In Detroit, well, you know, but you know what I mean. They have Jared Goff as quarterback, so that, that is what it is, boys. So I don't know. I, I think honestly, I, I think the Packers have built a team now that doesn't really need Aaron Rodgers. They have pieces around that can carry the load, and they have a new system that will fit Jordan Love as a young quarterback to make plays and to work a, a run game into it and then surprise people because you know what the Packers are going to do. They're the best, one of the best quarterbacks at least. A drop back when he wants to, drop dimes. You know, though Pat Mack be saying dropping dimes is suck it, signs Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but now if you have that mystery, if, if you're if I'm not saying Jordan Love will ever be Aaron Rodgers. That's too high a praise. But if he is a serviceable, serviceable quarterback, like maybe a Matt Ryan or you know, let, let's say he is. No, let's say he plays like a Tony Romo. Okay, solid quarterback. You know, you can win games with a guy like that. If you give him a system and a couple targets and a defense who can back you up if you're having a bad day, you're going to do something. I mean, not every team is going to have that all-star quarterback. It's just not possible. What we could do is build around, build a team around, have a strong foundation, win games. That's what football is. And that's what's killing the NFL because, you know, you, you've been seeing, you know, guys like Tom Brady who are immensely underpaid winning Super Bowls. Tom Brady's never been a top five paid quarterback. And how many, how many Super Bowls have he won? <laughs> Most of them. You know what I mean? About a quarter of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, it's all speculation. Isn't is it cool to see fucking Aaron Rodgers number twelve green gold? Love it. But can I? Why wake up the next day if he's trading to be just fine? Yeah, you know, I, I've watched Favre go. What's another? What's another fucking player? You know what I mean? It's NFL stands for not for long. So <laughs> what's the truth, man? It's yeah. I mean, everybody has that one player that thinks going to be there forever. You guys at Adrian Peterson. You know, and you, you know, Randy Moss, Chris Carter. Well, Randy Moss retired. Well, he, we didn't. Re- well, he came back. Yeah, he came one season to win another ring. Yeah, you know what I mean. Though, like right. every every team has yeah. that one player that you're like, well, this guy's gonna be purple and gold forever. You know, so yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things where, like I said, will I wake up the next day after he's traded and be just fine? I'll be a little bit pissed off probably, but I will be just fine. It's just football. It's just, you know, it's not affecting my life, you know. No. And I'm confident that they're going to have a strong foundation anyways because they've been drafting for the future. That offense line is a good offensive line. That defense line is getting better. That pass rush with two guys like Rashawn Gary and Zadarius, it's scary. That defensive back crew, they just drafted the next rookie. Zadarius, or not Zadarius Smith, fucking uh, Jair Alexander, Adrian yep. Amos, uh, you know. It's a great cast of players right now, man. I'm, let him go. Fuck him. He doesn't want to know. Seriously, that's, if he doesn't want to be here, let him take his ball and go home. That's right. They're professional athletes. They're all entitled to do whatever the fuck they want to do. 
Um, anyways, I'm sick of talking about it. I've been doing talking about this for too long. Because it's everywhere on the internet, too, and it drives me fucking bonkers, dude. It's yeah. just fucking, at some point, it just gets so fucking sickening to sit there. I'm gonna switch the subject though, dude. What made me fucking laugh? I never fucking, I don't know, dude. The picture of fucking John Jones. He's working out as a heavyweight. Yeah. Did you see it? Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I gotta look this up for you. It's a picture of him with his shirt off. And it looks like he skipped every fucking leg day in the gym. He's notorious for chicken. Oh things. my god, it, it's worse than ever now because he's well, like, he's a huge frame. He's right? a huge frame, like from the waistline up, and then dude, it's fucking bad. You say what you want, dude. That guy is not. I'm not. No, I'm not, not knocking. Lose, he's not losing it anyway. Dude, I don't know if he beats Ngannou. I think he does. I'm not sure about that. Like, Gano can hit hard, man, but if that punch doesn't land and John Jones gets you against that cage, you're going to the ground and you're not getting up. You know what I mean? It's just very – I guess that's my wrestler take on it. Because I think I think John Jones is probably, the great, you know, probably one of the best grapplers we've ever seen in mixed martial arts. Oh, yeah. Well, he – what did he wrestle for? Ohio State? Community College. Was it only community? Yeah, he only wrestled community. He's a JUCO national champion. It's all it's just one thing he has to his name. Other than obviously being the youngest UFC champion. And, but he did that that wrestling match against Dan Henderson. Straight wrestling match and beat Dan Henderson. And Dan Henderson was obviously an Olympian. Bronze medalist Olympian. And he out grappled Daniel Cormier for twenty five minutes in the octagon. I can't find this picture. Holy. But did you see how Michael Chandler lost this weekend to Charles Oliveira for the UFC lightweight championship? Yeah. Yep. I was kind of bummed out. I mean, I, we did have our little spat. What's the thing? What's his deal with that Tony Ferguson guy? Oliveira? What? Who? Oliveira? Or... Well, everybody was, everybody's been tweeting about this. They're all, like, they, like, feel bad for the other guy. I think Tony Ferguson is kind of on his uh, downhill push in his career. He lost again. Right. I mean, he's obviously, you know, obviously one of the most dangerous lightweights out there. Guys fucking lose up in MMA. I mean. Now who the heck, who was I talking to? I mean, Oliveira could have lost that fight. I mean, I. Oh, right. I honestly, Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor, like everybody's saying, oh, it's your number one contender fight. I'm taking, I'm taking Poirier. I should be the number one. <laughs> I think um, they should run that um, fucker back. The Oliveira uh, Chandler fight one more time. But I know how that goes. You run it one more time, Chandler wins. I guess what? They get to run it back again for the rubber match. I, right. But I'm, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think Connor's lost a step. I think Connor is, and I'm sure he right now too. Well, if you watch he, the, if he you, doesn't if, care. As far as I'm concerned, I don't think he cares. If he I think he does loses. care. I think that his style, dude, just he just sold his whiskey brand for 150 fucking million dollars. Yeah, 
He doesn't give a shit. Machine, isn't he? He doesn't give a shit about winning fights anymore. He, uh, I, I, I just, I think that he does care about fighting. I just don't think he has the drive he used to have. But I think he still loves entertaining people. That's why he still does it. Right. And I think, like deep down aside, after that loss to Poirier, if you, because I, I watched the breakdown thing with Daniel Cormier and ESPN. Connor was landing shots, dude. Connor was fucking dapping him up. The one thing that, you know, that got flawed was Connor's stance because he's so wide and he can't protect himself right. with leg kicks. So I think if Connor comes in with a more grounded base, I think it could be a different. Well, it checks those kicks. Yeah, too, you know what I mean? Know. So I think that little bit of adjustment, is that enough to do it for him? I think it does. Sometimes that's all it is. It's one adjustment, and people are too arrogant to change, you know, until they see it on the film. Right. You know what I mean? They're like, wow, I look like an idiot. Because like, Connor can, you know, I don't want to get hit by that left hand. And I don't think anybody in that division wants to get hit by that left hand, though. I can't find this goddamn picture. And Dustin's like, going to hold him down. Because Connor's getting up from Khabib, and Khabib's a way better grappler than Dustin is. Right. So I think if he can just adjust a little bit. I think Connor would be fine. And I do think that Connor is more than capable of changing his, you know, to win the fight. Right. Because he seems like a new reign now at the lightweight division. So I think that if he, if he sees I can win this title again and go out on top, he will. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Bones. Dude, how is he not breaking his legs like fucking Chris Weedman? <laughs> oh, yeah, here's a better picture. I found it. The guy's a machine, though. That's, I'm just so excited to see him fucking square up at heavyweight with somebody. <laughs> just looking. Just a, just a, just a big... <laughs> no, seriously, he, look, he looks good, though. He I looks, mean. Yeah, he looks big. He looks big. He, he looks like he carries it well, but... <laughs> from this fucking... From his hips up. From his hips, hips down. down sorry, it's, yeah. it's like he's walking on toothpicks. He, uh, he's been getting into that competitive shooting shit. Oh. It's fun to watch that, man. And he has that uh, German Shepherd that he fucks around with. Oh. Because he was a law enforcement graduate. Oh, really? So. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited to see him get in the heavyweight. Yeah. I, I think he beats, I think he runs that heavyweight division for a long time. Oh, I don't know. I think he beats Steve. Eh? Yeah, I think he beats Derek Lewis. I think he beats. Uh, I, I do. I do think he beats Francis. Because this is a different. This is a motivated John Jones again. I think he left light heavyweight to be motivated again. Yeah, it could be. Because he ran two hundred five for a long fucking time, dude. Yeah, a long time. Nobody could touch him. And then he had that. Oh, we should have lost to Reyes. Well, here's the thing about MMA and championship fights. If you're not going to finish him, you're probably not going to win the decision. Fucking same. I just watched fucking, I seen it on the Facebook. It was the fucking Lesnar fucking Shane Carlin match. Did you? I actually, speaking of, you know, the fucking Shane Carlin literally beat the hell out of him for the first fucking two minutes and then got TKO'd. <laughs> I watched, uh... I watched Hendrix GSP. 
And that is the prime example of it. You of know, how somebody gets their fucking face kicked in yeah. and still wins the fight? Well, like I just said, if you're not going to finish that, him. Do you remember that fucking the press conference? Look at me, look at him. <laughs> yeah. do, do you think I won this fight? Look at me, look at him. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm a GSP fan all I the way, man, but, but that fight, he got his fucking yeah, face He got his wrecked. shit kicked. I did see Nicholas Diaz was training with Tyson Fury this weekend. Yep. Nick Diaz. He's good. fighting uh, Anthony Joshua too. Yep. And uh, Abu Dhabi, I believe. Is that where it's at? I believe so. Shock one up for fucking Tyson Fury. Yeah, I don't. He's think, fucking I don't think Joshua wins that one at all. And I also seen that uh, Deontay Wilder put in for his third fight with Tyson. So Tyson, obviously, he's going to go, he's going to go beat Joshua, and then he's going to come back and fight Wilder. I don't think anybody's going to beat the Gypsy Kings. That guy is so fucking <laughs> good, dude. No, seriously, did you see Nick Diaz in those pictures? No. The fucking, like. Oh, he's a giant. Nick Diaz? No. Or, no, Tyson Fury's a big son yeah, of a bitch, yeah. Yeah, a fucking giant. Here, let me pull up the fucking picture here. Of, uh... Did fucking the mountain and. Uh, I don't know if they ever. That other guy ever have their fight? I'm not sure. Eddie Hall. Wait, he hasn't even signed paperwork at the fight. He looks fucking ready to go. He looks fucking good for being out of the fight game for how long now? Right. I mean, he looks fit. You know what I mean? He doesn't. Right. Look, well, he's a, you know, he doesn't ever sit in college. He does triathlons and shit like that. <laughs> I mean, he looks ready to go. I'm. I, I, and you see, you know, keep on seeing Jake Paul shit. I kind of want to skip all that tonight. Yeah, all I know is if he keeps fucking, fucking cocking off to Kamaru Usman, he's going to get his fucking head ripped off. Yeah, I, I did see, no, fuck, I just put this in my pants watching that. Him and Mayweather. He's not even fighting him, and he's still being an ass. Mayweather fucked him up. He's going to kick the shit out of both of them. Well, he offered to fight at both at the same time. Did you see that? <laughs> no. He goes, he, yeah, Floyd Mayweather goes, I will, he goes, you get me the right paperwork, I will knock out Logan, and then I will fight Jake and knock him out too, and I'll do it all within, within four rounds. <laughs> I think this is going to be a different Mayweather fight than we've ever seen. I think I think he comes out swinging. I, 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 I think Gets so it over too. with fast. I think so too. Because that fucking guy and cause he went over because he did the super fight with Connor, you know. And then he went overseas and fought some kickboxer. And that, that got personal. Like they, that was like obviously Connor and him were scripted. Because at the end of the fight, those two in the back, drinking fucking proper twelve, having a good time. That was mostly scripted. But I think they understood what they were doing. I think they actually had a competitive fight, but I think that they knew you know, at the end of all of this, we're making so much fucking money that, you know. Well, it benefits both of them, like, no matter who actually yeah. won. I, I don't think there's any bad blood there. No, that's a money grab. Like, Mayweather, too, like, he's caught flack for even taking this fight, but he's like, why would I fight, why would I fight a regular boxer and make 50 million when I can fight this fucking YouTuber and make, make 100, 100 million? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they're going to push his fucking edge here, and I think he's just going to cream him. Because that guy in Japan, they never talked to each other or nothing. It just, it came up, and Floyd's like, yeah, well, let's do it. I just fought Connor, we'll fight a kickboxer. He went right. on to kick the shit out of him. 
and that was like his first knock on how many years, but I guess that shit was getting pretty fucking dirty over there. And they, I, I what I heard was trying to fuck Floyd out of money. Oh, really? And Floyd went there and just fucking just beat the shit out. It was beautiful. <laughs> I, people don't understand how great Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather was. I mean. Well, it still is. Yeah, I mean, that guy, you couldn't hit him. You know, if you look at, like, what, what, uh, Tyson Fury could do as a heavyweight, Floyd could do it twice as good at whatever weight he was fighting at. Well, I think the only guy I th- that even came close was Manny Pacquiao. But he, Pacquiao, she fought him on a bad shoulder. I, I really like to see that fight right back. They won't, like, I don't think. That will, I don't think I'll ever that'll happen. ever happen. That, I think if they fought again, like if they fought, go back in time, right? And they fought the first time, and then whatever, a year later, they fought again. I, dollars to the fucking donuts, Pacquiao wins that fight. I hope, yeah. I, I did see something, too, where, like, you know, before Connor signed his third fight, they were talking about doing Pacquiao McGregor. Yeah. I was kind of excited for that. I think Connor proved a lot. He can hang in there. I think he just stylistically fought the wrong guy, you know. And if Connor's going to shock the world, it wasn't going to be against a defensive guru like mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather. It'd be against a, a bruiser like Canelo or right. Manny Pacquiao. Canelo, by the way, Alvarez put a fucking clinic on on Saturday. <laughs> Another fight that I borrowed on Facebook. I watched it. I couldn't fucking believe I was watching, dude. He was fucking just dapping his ass up, kicking the shit out of him. I haven't seen bombs dropped like that in a boxing match a long time. The guy he fought, dude, props, because I don't think there's another. I think there's like four guys that really can withstand that kind of damage and a run down the line here quick. Charles Norris, Dan Henderson, Charles Mark Hunt, and then whoever the fuck that boxer was. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I've watched fights with fucking Dan Henderson where you like you see him get hit with shit and you're how the fuck are you still standing? Right. You watch Mark Hunt fight fucking some of those guys and you you convince yourself that I think if Mark Hunt were to get hit with a sledgehammer a hundred times, he'd probably break the sledgehammer <laughs> in his face. You know, just like and this guy, he's taking shots and Alvarez looked good and then he came out and so let's fucking run back to the school. Everybody wants to fight for it. Man, he looked good. I'm really excited for the future of boxing. I think, obviously, is Paul. I think Lex is, yeah, this celebrity fucking bullshit boxing gets. There's so many good boxers. Goes away. Terrence Crawford, he's still an animal. There's so many good boxers. It's it's like music right now. Right. It's like rock and roll. Boxing and rock and roll are very similar right now. (laughs) Because everybody says, this is dead. This is dead. Rock and roll is dead. When you get off your ass and stop listening to 957 and go fucking find music. Right. You're, 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 you're going to say to yourself, rock and roll ain't fucking dead. It's like boxing. If you take time out of your fucking day to go watch, you know, like the ESPN boats or whatever, just take, you know, that hour, you will see that these guys are fucking incredible still. You know what I mean? And it's the personalities like the Floyd Mayweather, Manny Back, yeah, Kenilla Tyson Fury. Yeah. These are the guys bringing it back. I mean, it's going to be ever so slow, and the Kings will all be knocked off. Yep. But then after all that, it should be back. It had to happen with, obviously, Ali. It took a couple years after Ali. Right. But he fought into the late 80s. And then mid-80s, here comes Tyson. Yeah, Mike 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 Tyson. Tyson. It's all a process. I mean, they can't, like, summon another fucking contender out of the, you know, depths of hell. Right. His guys got to develop and love the sport I and get to where seen, they're at. 
he brought up Mike Tyson, and I see that they've been they've been comparing Tyson's like one year records against like these other fighters like career records, and some of these guys have they've been fighting for like fucking whatever fifteen years, and they've got eighteen wins or whatever, and then it shows Tyson next with eighteen wins in one year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mike Tyson dude's a fucking machine. <laughs> Mike Tyson, I think, yeah. I, I, I seen a stat like Mike Tyson has like less time, in his prime, less time in the ring than any, any fighter. I man. believe it. I knew a guy, he, we worked at Western Technical College. He went to Vegas for a Tyson fight. He got up, took a piss, wanting to, the pisser line was long. Fight the fucking, order. the bell rang, went for 30 seconds, and he was still fucking staying in the line at the stall to get this. Unreal. Went all the way to Vegas, bought the tickets and everything. And then couldn't even, couldn't even watch the fucking bathroom. fight. Holy fuck. And, you know, I guess, you know, note to self, don't ever miss a Tyson fight. <laughs> even though, man, even, you know, these guys are still going at it. I mean, I'm happy to see, you know, this revolution of boxing coming back. Yep. I think that's what America needs, man. They need that fucking heavyweight champion to, or, you know, some sort of boxing. It's a beautiful sport. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, what was, what would be the classy? It is classy. Though. Classy. There's, there's like a, like, you know, we were talking about hockey fighting before, you know. That's just too. That's a brawl. I know. That, that's just a fucking. It's fight. still, it's still poetic justice. You know what I mean? You go through that whole training camp, guys fucking talking shit. And at the end of it, it's just me, you, my gloves are off, or in a boxing case, my fucking gloves are tied. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just, you know, it's me, you, all that fucking bell rings. Speaking of fucking bell ring, you know, like, then when the bell rings, take your break in between. I watched a fucking video of Israel Adesanya kickboxing back in the day, and the bell rings, and Adesanya fucking unties with him, doesn't go to his corner. Stands in the middle of the fucking ring, has his hands behind his back, and waits for him. Like, if you were just got your ass kicked that round, you know what I mean? If you see that, you're already mentally out of it. You know what I mean? Like, that would be, like, one of the most intimidating anybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. go talk to your corner. You know, fuck the corner. I'm paying him. You know what I mean? Stand in the way for him. Kind of shit. Like, there's a, there's a video of a stare down between Miracle Krokop and fucking Vanderlei Silva. Oh, it gives me chills. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like, Vanderly thinks, like, he is a badass, don't get me wrong, like, dude's a fucking savage. But, like, Mirko Krokop, like, actually killed people. Yeah. And is, like, not scared of literally anything. No. <laughs> no, right like hostile, left like cemetery, man. Yeah. Man, the fuck? I'm pretty sure he won that fight, too. I think, I thought they fought twice. I thought, I thought they went one-on-one. The, the, maybe they did. He's barely, you know, in his prime, dude. He's a fucking psycho. That guy, like, yeah, in his prime. <laughs> My favorite him. fucking video is he, when he fights fucking Son and on the fucking... <laughs> Can't let you get close. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Chael Son's in fucking sandals. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching a video on Instagram. Ben I dude, I can't let you get close. <laughs> I watched a fucking video of Ben Askren sharing it. It was his, Ben Askren's daughter in his sandals. I'm Ben Askren. I like the wrestle. <laughs> she got done sandals. <laughs> and she was wearing sandals and shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. I hope he's doing well, though. I hope nobody's giving him shit. I really hope that he like, makes a comeback and 
Not in boxing. I don't want to see him box. I want to see no. him fuck MMA. I want to see him. He's got a lot of other stuff. You know, he's got wrestling camps and shit. Yeah, he just posted something like top. Like, well, his clinics, I should say. Four, yeah, he has all his clinics. Four out of the top ten kids, high school kids in the nation are now all attend oh, yeah. wrestling camp. Yep. And, at, you know, obviously, you know, at the end of the day, to see that you're still making a difference for these kids, yep. it's all that fucking matters. Yep. Fuck your fight with Jake Paul. You know what yeah. I mean? These kids are all learning from you in a different sport. Like I said on the, the Rebellious Podcast, I mean, like, you can say what you will about that whole ordeal. But ben That's Ask- another money grab. Ben Askren <laughs> is what all the high school wrestlers wishes they were beat. You know, in Wisconsin, like, everybody wishes they had that kind of dominant run. Not just in high school, but that yeah, carried on collegiately college, yeah. and into his professional mixed martial arts career until he, he, his first fucking loss was the what's his nuts. So, I mean, uh, yeah, basically his first ever professional loss was a Jorge Hospital. He went a long time about losing. And he handled it pretty fucking well. You know what I mean? Then his second loss to Damian Maya, who's not a slouch. Right. But Ben came out and said after that, he goes, well, all, this, all these years wrestling only? Maybe I should have got better jujitsu. Right. Very class act answer. You know what I mean? But Ben used to also be the guy, too. They were always boring. Well, he goes, well, it's a two-sided fight. If you don't want to get taken down, stop a takedown. Right. I mean, that's the thing. I don't understand why, how you, like, on one hand, you know, Dana White wants to have these fucking entertainers. Then why, like, what's the point of having a, why, just have a kickboxing ring then. Yeah. You know, you're going to have fighters that don't like to fucking get punched in the face or don't like to throw punches. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just not the way they do things. See, I don't think it's not, it's not like that Ben doesn't like to hit the face. I don't like anybody, human being in the world likes to get punched in the face. No. But like. Joe Rogan says that anybody that isn't afraid to get hit in the face is fucking not human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Ben was just so good at rushing in. Not really rushing in. Setting everything up the way he wanted it, bling, bling, bling. He's an intelligent guy. He's going to funk you. Yeah, he's going to funk your heart. He, uh, yeah, it, I think that whole ordeal was bullshit. Why he wasn't UFC earlier. I think he would have been one guy that would actually beat George St. Pierre. Like brass tacks. Maybe. Brass tacks. That's a fucking hell of a claim. I, I think, you know, I'm not saying he would have, but the chance of him doing what he wanted in a situation to George, I think he could have done it. Because he's such a tactician that he would, I think he would actually be able to pull something like that off. I'm not saying George is a shit fighter. George no. is probably the greatest of all time. I think Ben could have been his kryptonite. And I think for a long time, when Dana White was running the cash, you know, the, the cash cow of George St. Pierre, right. you have to protect the cash cow. So you keep Ben out of it. Because Ben was destroying people in Bellator. He was, not only was he destroying people, but he was fucking, you, you take guys, to the fucking decision just to win the majority decision. Because you never hear majority decision. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? He would take guys to fucking the whole five rounds and just make you look like a fucking buffoon. Yep. He, he fought that one Russian. And he literally would put his knee in the guy's back and beg the crowd in USA. USA. <laughs> USA. And then get back down and fucking pummel some more. He wasn't hitting guys with hard strikes. He was making guys look like a fucking idiot for, right. you know. But, you know, obviously, then again, his carelessness, sometimes you get the best one. I think that's what happened with this Jake Paul situation. 
Then I think it happened with Masvidal. Because whatever Masvidal fans will say, yeah, he trained for however long. There's videotapes of him training, practicing that knee. But, dude, if you miss that knee, you're fucking losing that fight. <laughs> I think that's one they should have brought back. I think if Ben took that camp seriously, I think Ben finished it in the first round more embarrassing. He put him in a fucking spoiler or something. Just, you know, play him all for the world. And then after his fight with us, when I don't think Masvidal comes back the same at all after that. I think that would be a perfect fight for Nick Diaz. I really do. You see how good he looked. It'd be the only time in my life I root for fucking Diaz. I know that. (laughs) I, 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 I was just so excited to see these guys come there because Nate's fighting this weekend. Yep. Which I'm kind of excited for that. Nick, that's, he took a fight a little bit out of his style, man. So I think, and when he, when he does stuff like that, he does some pretty incredible shit. Right. You know I mean, so like, you know, he fought Gray Maynard, great wrestler. Yep. Out of his wheelhouse, and he fucking beat the shit out of the second fight against Gray Maynard. Man, I just, there's so many fights coming up that I'm actually just starting to look forward to. Right. Um, but yeah, I really don't have much else tonight. Sunday, we got Lit Beard Company. Yeah. And we got some other things in the works. Yeah, I, I'm kind of cashed out. Yep. Uh, yeah, so this will all be up on Spotify and YouTube, like all of your other shows. We have 33 of them now. And so check them all out, boys and girls. Well, as always, this